I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. any books this year yeah but i did just finish reading midnight sun which is a hefty book it's like 800 pages yeah a like really tiny font two days <laughs> um i'm well educated wow <laughs> unstoppable <laughs> she reads really highbrow esoteric <laughs> things okay she has got the intelligence i love that for you um it was incredible of course it is i loved it yeah I will defend Stephanie Meyer to my grave. She is amazing. Because for all of her problematic beliefs, she's still not on Twitter talking about how much she hates trans people. Yeah. And I thank her for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least she's quiet. At least she's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly getting therapy by yes. the um, pros in Midnight Sun. Yeah, for sure. So Midnight Sun, if you don't know, is the like retelling of Twilight from... Edward's point of view. Mm-hmm. She wrote like the first 12 chapters years ago. I actually read them on her website and then somebody leaked them like the first chapter online. And yeah. She, like I think it was somebody from her publishing company Ooh. and she was pissed. And so she was like, I'm not finishing this book and uploaded the 12 chapters. And I read those and they were great mm-hmm. um, forever ago, but they were clearly written in the same time that she was writing like twilight and stuff. Right. Um, and then she went back obviously and decided to actually finish out the series you know, for the Twilight Renaissance that has been happening. Yeah. Um, and she has improved as an author significantly. Awesome. The writing is so much better. And also, yeah, she has a lot of things of like Edward thinking about things in terms that you would hear like your psychologist use mm-hmm. and like referring to Renee, Bella's mom, as a narcissist. Which she is. And talking about how Bella was neglected as a child. Which she was. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty good. I, if you like Twilight, I recommend reading it. Yeah. I did cry a lot. Yeah. But o- only at the scenes that I usually cry. Yeah. Which is mostly Bella hurting Charlie's feelings. Oh, that one hurts. It hurts. I just picture Billy Burke's sad face and it breaks my heart every time. <laughs> Poor Billy Burke. Um, she's also got contracts for like a couple more books, right? She does. So I read an interview with her recently where she was talking about how she's having, she has two more books coming out in the Twilight universe. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess they're retellings of certain things, but they're not going to be from Edward's point of view. Yeah. Um, she said that it was like having prison bars trying to write scenes that already had established dialogue. And she said that her favorite thing to write is like lore. So, and clearly she added a lot of lore to the Twilight universe in this book. It's very subtle, but a lot of shifts in it. It's just good. Very I had cool. a very fun time. Yeah, I'm really excited to who she picks, like whose perspective she's going to pick. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm going to read them. Oh, obviously. I am required to read everything she writes. Yes. In the same way that I am required to partake in everything that Gerard Way makes until mm. I'm dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. these, uh, you know, contracts I made as a 12, 13 year old. Right, remember, right. right. <laughs> when was the last... When did the last Umbrella Academy uh, season come out? I think it was in 2019. No, it was in 2020. Yeah, because it was, it was in the pandemic, right? Right, it was like right as the pandemic started. Because I think right. we watched it over spring break. Yeah, I think we did. I think it was really early on. I think so. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think we were getting another season soon. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm pretty I was sure like... that they were already done filming it. Yeah, okay, cool. Because <clears throat> I, do, I do miss my fam. Yeah. Um, so that'll be exciting. Anyways, yes. yeah, love, love Gerard Way. Incredible <laughs> artist. I'll support him. <laughs> um, so welcome. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Rejects. I'm Spencer. I'm Alaska. And this is Armchair Bimbos, which of course is us just being fucking idiots. Yes, we did the research for this. Research is a very generous word. <laughs> Literally 10 minutes before we started recording this. We are only a day late. Yeah. That's pretty, That's pretty good, good for us. For us. Yeah. <laughs> Considering uh, someone's got a new diagnosis. <laughs> I can't remember if we talked about this. I don't remember when I even got this. Was it two weeks ago? Anyways, no idea. Um, I have been officially diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. And as of today, I am freshly medicated. Woohoo! <laughs> She's got that Vyvans. <laughs> it is covered by my insurance, but it is still $35 per month. Yeah. Well, you plus know. $80 for done first. Yeah. 
uh, if they want to sponsor us. <laughs> done first. We'll talk about you. Um, hopefully my family will help me with that because I am very broke as yeah. a law student. Yeah. But it seems like it's a great service so far. Yes. It's like the the best um, thing for you, you know, most yeah. affordable. And you got your meds, which is the Super key. Super fast. Yeah. The guy, I, you know, that I went to my first meeting and the clinician just did not show up. Oh. <laughs> For the first one. And I waited a very long time, like, longer than probably was appropriate, but I was worried that they were going to be like, you were a no-show, and then charge me for a different one. Right. So I waited, like, 45 minutes. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so they rescheduled me for Monday, so yesterday. Yeah. And I met with this man who was extremely nice yeah. and very funny and picked up on ADHD habits that weren't even ones that I had prepared to talk about. Right. Um including me interrupting him to answer a question that he had not finished like bringing up in his head. Right. Um, so, and like, you know, the sudden, um, what's the opposite of an ability to like not be able to recall things when someone asks yeah, you a question. Just like yeah. true forgetfulness, yeah. not being able to understand him when he was talking at times and yeah. I wasn't looking at him. You know, your classic ADHD shit. He was great. I loved him a lot. And he was super nice. And, like, I was really worried that I was going to have to advocate for, like, stimulants. Because if you don't know, like, psychiatrists really do not want to prescribe first-line medication for ADHD because they're stimulants and they can be addictive. Mm -hmm. Um, However, they're not usually addictive to people who have, like, actually have ADHD. Yes. Like, for people who don't, it's like taking speed. Yeah. But for people who do, it's like you're just normal. Yeah, it's like just being able to function like a normal person. Right, it's like taking Xanax as an anxious person. Right. Like you're just like, I don't, is this how you guys feel all the time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's very, very difficult to get them prescribed. So I was very yeah. happy that I didn't have to like really advocate for myself that hard. Absolutely. I mean, I've tried like, what is it? Two different third wave ones now and then a, a second wave one. Which made me so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. I think they really was, messed with you. Yeah. I think I was on the uh, second wave one or second line, whatever it's called. Um, I was on Stratera for like mm-hmm. a month and a half or something like that. And um, I didn't, you know, obviously know because I was in my own brain and I was too foggy. I couldn't figure out what was going on. But you, as a third party watching <laughs> me just from like outside my own brain, was like, you are forgetting like everything like immediately immediately like i like could talking not... about where we're going getting in the elevator and you have immediately forgotten where we were going yes like i was pressing the wrong buttons like yeah like i was just an elderly person like yeah. I, I had no i could barely remember my own name right uh, it, was it was just like mess. so clouded the whole time um, um and it would made me like very sick too i was yeah. like nauseous like almost every single day right it was, it was i feel rough. like you endured that for a very long time before for longer than being... i probably should yeah. have yeah <laughs> which is like so common with meds like i remember taking lexapro and wanting to kill myself for six weeks and then i was like, like i don't think it's working that well you're <laughs> like, hmm. like you need to call me immediately when you feel that way and i'm like oh. <laughs> it's like oh antidepressants are not supposed to make you more depressed I'm like wild mm. <laughs> interesting stuff okay i will take notes on that thank you um, <laughs> um, hopefully the next, you know, dance you have with a psychiatrist or nurse practitioner, they actually give you fucking first line medication. Would be great. Would be great. Uh, um, we need some serious reform in that place. But yeah. So subscribe do. to our Patreon so I can also <laughs> afford done first. Yes. Considering you had a meeting yesterday and you're medicated today. Yeah. I literally got it today. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. So, for sure. Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> we need money for medication. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's where your money goes. <laughs> basic care that like shouldn't we shouldn't have to pay for because we should have universal health care oh yes 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 (laughs) uh before we get into our very flimsy news of the week uh we also have some fun personal things to share oh yes um we recently got our tattoos from an amazing artist simba at crybaby studios in dc Um, she's incredible. Her books are, you know, booked for months in advance. For sure. We emailed her in June and we were just lucky enough to get appointments in October. Um, and they're super fun. I have a giant snake on my arm Mm -hmm. named Yzma. Um, she's gorgeous. She's super cute. My arm is on fire. It itches so bad. Ooh, it's yeah. been almost a week, yeah, since we got them. So definitely. If you want to see them, check out our individual Instagrams. Yes. Um, uh, which are linked, um, or you, we follow them through the Gamer Frauds. <laughs> Mine is not the state of Alaska. Yours yes. is Taiwanese Noodle. Yes. 
Uh, so check us out there. Yes. We should probably change them to just be our names. Probably. As, like, semi- Attempting to be public figures. Yeah. I'm going to try and avoid that as long as possible. <laughs> I really like my username. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. It's a good one. I think it's good. I think we could just keep them. Especially, well, no, because yours is different actually on TikTok. Mine's the same on TikTok. Yeah. So at least there's consistency. I guess I could change them all to be the same as that. Yeah. Because that I one's guess, a good like, one. And I guess, like, you know, if I'm thinking about it, like, even, like, Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left doesn't have his hesitation. Right. His is Dr. Fantasty. So we can fuck around. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Glad we landed on that. Welcome Thanks. to our business meeting. <laughs> um, we also have, we haven't done this yet, but tonight we are going to spooky trivia. Yes. And uh, I would just like to say that I am extremely competitive in all parts of my life. It's why I do not enjoy playing games. Yeah. Because I get so competitive that I end up not having fun. Yeah. Because then I get upset. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you don't play, like, one-on-one games. I like to play teamwork games. Yeah, teamwork games or, like, by-yourself games. Yes. But I don't... I cannot play, like, one-on-one games. Yeah. Very hard. Like, versus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I love trivia. Yes. And I am already so fucking like pumped yes um i used to do trivia with my family and mm-hmm. it was like my favorite shit yeah and so whenever i did with my family we were sort of well-rounded because yeah. i feel like i know like film and like entertainment yeah that kind of stuff yeah entertainment and like you know pop culture. pop culture yeah exactly and then my parents especially my mom were really good with like sports mm-hmm Maybe if my brother was on the team, we would demolish because he has a great memory, but especially like history. Like yes. we were like well-rounded. Yeah. It's like, you my know, when you're thinking of science, yes. like, we were well-rounded. Yeah. The like trivial pursuit categories, you've got most of them really covered. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I don't even know what else there would be other than. I think art is another category. Right. It's like separate than pop culture and entertainment. Yeah. Um, but they usually overlap a For lot, sure. especially at this point. Um, but yeah, but I yeah, think that's for all us, of us. It's like us two and two of our other friends. None of us know sports. None. I think one of our friends kind of knows baseball. Yes. Um, so sports is out of there. Sports is out. So I'm very relieved that tonight is spooky trivia. Yeah. But I think all of us are very like, uh, crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> so at least we'll have a lot of fun, even if we don't know something. True. I think it'll be kind of more fun if we're scrambling to find the answer. True, true. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. We'll up- update you on Armchair Bimbos next week yes. of whether or not we won. Yes. And if we didn't win, we might just lie anyways. Yeah, just like... <laughs> Say we did. <laughs> or I'll be on here complaining about something that we should have gotten right, but then we didn't because of a technicality, and I'll be, like, really upset about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> sometimes we tell it like it is, and sometimes we tell it like it isn't. <laughs> it's called lying. <laughs> um, should we get into our, like, ridiculous news? I don't even Absolutely. know where to begin. Okay. So let's start with... um. Digital Princess. Yeah. I feel like some of our shit is, like, kind of a bummer this week, but yeah. it's also interesting. No deaths, to my knowledge. No. No it's deaths. pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, so Digital Princess is a TikToker who... I I went through and watched a lot of her TikToks because I was, like, very fascinated with her. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely, like, an alt version of, like, Casey Anthony vibes. She did oh. not kill her kid. She just, like, went to the grocery store, but that was a lie when her four-year-old son was, like, home alone, I guess. Yeah. Um, You know, just was, like, charged with, like, child neglect. Anyways, yeah. her case was dismissed. I guess this happened back in August, mm. and it was dismissed recently, and she made a TikTok uh, gloating about her case being dismissed and... Like, accusing people of, like, canceling her, basically. Yeah. It was very, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, you tried to cancel me, but I'm back, bitches. Yes. Um, and was, like, what should I wrap my Lamborghini? Like, what color should I wrap it in? Like, things like that. Yeah. Being, like, I'm so rich and so cool. And it's, like... It was very weird. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk about this because I care about what she did. Yeah. Because, honestly... I don't. Yeah. Like, I understand the child neglect is, like, a big deal, but yeah. it's not my big deal, and I'm not involved in it. Right. Um, and also, nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it was a bad decision that ultimately was not... It didn't have any dire consequences, so my interest in it is pretty limited. Yeah. I was, like, it seems like something that should be handled, like, family and, like, CPS. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people who are educated on it can handle it. So I don't really care about that whole thing. Right. But I do care about is the, like shift into I make 
content to be hated because that gets me attention. Mm-hmm. When that didn't really seem like the stuff she was making before. Like she uh-huh. wasn't trying to be, you know, super relatable. It was mostly just like her in, you know, bikinis because she had just moved to Florida okay. and or like just like small outfits and doing dances, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Maybe so like pretty her standard. Nice car, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't anything crazy, but mm-hmm. to like the shift to like, openly mocking people for being concerned about her neglecting her child yeah was like a very weird 180 yeah very strange yeah it's like i don't know it's like even if for some reason like she didn't do that like nothing there was no neglect or anything at all like whatever like it's a weird thing to be like haha i'm back like i'm here you couldn't get me or whatever like i don't know i feel like like, if I was a parent and was accused like accused of child neglect, which I did not do or something, and my case got dismissed, I would just like let it go or something. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, now I need to turn to the internet and be like, haha, who's mad? You know? Like I would just like be relieved that I'm like still have my child and they're still safe and everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, I think I would just move on. Yeah. I don't even think I would apologize. Like, okay, so I, there was always like, like the classic internet apologies which I have very mixed feelings about because yeah. most of the time they feel like incredibly disingenuous mm-hmm. and most of the time it's like extremely petty yes like somebody misspoke or they said one bad thing and I'm like I can understand being like oh my bad mm-hmm. maybe you post that on Twitter yeah. but like full expecting full like apologies and full acknowledgement and full remorse from like random people on the internet is very weird to me yeah I don't really think they owe you anything so I don't really, and I also don't find them that, like, compelling as far as, like, oh, as, you know, how that represents their character or anything. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a very, like, I feel like this is going to sound very um, dismissive, but it sounds like something a, a kid would do. Mm. Like, it's a very childish idea of, like, somebody else's morals that they need to provide an apology for something that did not directly affect you Mm -hmm. instead of like dealing with their own life and you dealing with your own life. Like it doesn't actually, it's not, it's different obviously if it's like full racist or like something insane. Right. Or like anything that Shane Dawson has done. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's a good litmus test for for like true, like Like blackface, making jokes about touching kids. That's a different ballgame. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. But some of this stuff, I do feel like it is very, like, and it's more prevalent on TikTok, the desire to it. And I do feel like there are a lot of teenagers on TikTok. So Mm -hmm. this desire to get them to apologize to you in a way that you find appropriate is a weird inkling. Yeah, it's like, it's a a weird, I I also have mixed feelings on internet apologies um, because it's, it sets it up for the person almost always to like be a failure like mm-hmm. like you know there is no way to succeed in that yeah situation. it's just like the pure like you know just concept of an internet apology like apologizing to the internet um is just like it doesn't work like you know what i mean like how how can you be genuine on something like I don't know. It's just, it's, apologies don't work on that scale. Like, at least for certain things, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing, yeah, yeah, to make somebody do. And it's like, you're going to accuse them of being disingenuous on a thing that is, like, made to be disingenuous. Kind right. of, it's like, yeah, it is social media. It is, like, a public presence kind of thing. So, you know, it, yeah, it's like, it's a paradox yeah. trying to get a genuine apology on something that is supposed to be curated and not a full like right. version of a person. You know what I mean? Right. You know? It, Cause I feel like even in the best case scenario, like I think of like Jenna marbles, I feel like that's the one that people go to a lot because she apologized for these things in a very genuine way mm-hmm. and stuff that she had either already apologized for, or it was a misunderstanding. Like her doing blackface wasn't actually her doing blackface is she was just extremely tan. Right. And her, like, weird tanning phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, a misunderstanding, but still apologizing for any harm she had. Right. And then she, like, left the internet. Mm-hmm. And it seems like people have pretty much moved on from that, but I do remember, like, the response to it largely was still, like, oh, people are upset that Jenna Marwell's left the internet. Like, dumb, you know, people who just want to watch her content. You know, it's it was still, like, a turning 
against her kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even in, like, the best case scenario, it is a very weird situation. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't really feel like people on the internet owe you anything. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, I feel like the idea of public figures owning you, owing you anything or owing the world anything is very much limited to, like, A-listers, people that have, like, serious, like, power, loyalty, politicians, you know, people whose, like, word can, like, really shift the world. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to want to hold them to a standard. Yeah. Some girl you watch on TikTok with a million followers is not, there's just, like, a person. Yeah. You were not owed an apology by anyone. Mm -hmm. This was a weird tangent, but I I am getting back to a point. Yeah. (laughs) They just made me feel weird, because I was like, in this situation... You made a mistake. You did something wrong. You lied to the police about it. But obviously they decided to not move forward. So it wasn't a big of enough infraction for it to, you know, it could have just been dismissed because they didn't have the, you know, like they were stretched too thin and couldn't prosecute, whatever. Right. Um, and no one was hurt. So like, what is the, you know, it's harder to argue damages if nobody was actually hurt by it, whatever. Right. Um, there could be a million reasons that it was dismissed, mm-hmm. but it feels like the appropriate response to that is to be dealt with like privately. Yeah. It's and, like, like readjust your own behavior so that you don't make that mistake again. Yeah. Like the rest of this after the case dismissal is off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the bringing it back to the internet, especially in a weird, like vindictive and like negative way is very weird it's a it's a weird thing i like don't understand because i was trying to put myself in this like point of view which i was like i'm already don't really relate to this girl yeah but or woman um i don't really relate to her generally but i was trying to think like okay if i had a kid and i made this content and this happened i probably would be like privately horrified and make like appropriate you know changes to my life to not let that happen again yeah and then i would never mention it on the internet again because it's nobody else's business absolutely yeah (laughs) like if nobody got hurt and this is something that i'm taking appropriate responses and also like the people who are who have authority in this place also agree is taking the appropriate response you know like taking classes whatever you would do to like try and rectify that problem Mm mm-hmm I don't really feel like I would owe the internet anything. Yeah. And I know that it's a sensitive subject because it involves, like, the neglect of a child. Mm -hmm. But like I said, nobody was hurt. Right. Nobody died. Yeah. I don't think you owe the internet anything. But then to switch that into, like, openly mocking people. Yeah. I'm like, I understand she's probably getting an enormous amount of hate, and that does, like, shift you as a person. Like, that's very traumatic. Absolutely. But, um... It just, I was like, I can't wrap my head around this decision because it seems like it would, like, permanently change your presence on the internet. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's never, I mean, I don't relate to the instinct for the, like, you know, all press is good press, like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, terrible trolling persona to get clout kind of thing anyways. That's, like, not something that I find that I would ever want to do. But, yeah, it's just really strange to me that that would be like the default of like well okay i've got all this attention now how do i keep it well if they've already vilified me i'll just stay a villain kind of thing it's like well i don't know it's like i don't i wouldn't prioritize like internet clout over my own like you know well-being yeah exactly i'm like if i feel like you know i've gotten enough hate that's like you know really damaged me i would just like not do that on the internet anymore i would just like take a step back kind of yeah. thing. It's like, I understand. Instead of like, like plow forward into the right. hate, which is really strange. I'm exactly. like, I wouldn't like hurt myself in that way because I know I would continue get, get it, like getting hurt. Which I guess it's like a form of self-harm yeah. to act that way. Yeah. And a lot of people do. It's become very common on the internet to act horribly. Yeah. Understanding that that's going to get you attention. It's a very unstable career choice because very. it's very difficult to maintain that. Yes. I was like, obviously there is some people who have, learn to do that well. Mm-hmm. Jeffree Star, I think, would be a big one. Yeah. Um, but I... And even they aren't like, oh, you guys are stupid for hating me. It's still sort of like they're bad people, mm-hmm. but they at least have the, like, instinct to not do that yeah. when they're genuinely doing terrible things. Yeah. Um, it's just like a weird development on the internet. And this one has really just struck. A, and it, I think it's partially too, cause it is all over my for you page. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. all, you know, um, duets 
you know, or stitches with it Mm -hmm. of people explaining what she did and why they're upset and how this is weird. And I'm like, I do agree, but I've seen like 25 of these. Ooh, yeah. It's all over my For You page. Oh, that's very interesting. So it's just like a very condensed group of people that are seeing this thing and also they all hate you. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a very weird situation, but I just kind of wanted to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, yeah, the TikTok al- algorithm like plays into that as well in like mm-hmm. a weird way where I feel like people forget how much like your For You page is curated towards you. Like, you know, which can be good and can be bad of like when you are seeing so much of like a particular trend or, you know, situation then some people think that everybody's seeing this where it's like even your best friend who you could have so much in common with can have a completely different for you page as we've talked about multiple times yeah um so you know i feel like a lot of people assume like once they get down this rabbit hole and you see a bunch of other people who are also in this rabbit hole with you doesn't mean that the world is getting this yeah and if you're very much in an echo chamber yes it's very much an echo chamber so it's like you know um People forget sometimes, like, how, you know, small some of these, like, things actually are in comparison mm. to, like, with much bigger issues that are going on. It's like, okay, take a deep breath, maybe log off the app for a second, log into a different app if you want. You know, <laughs> it's probably going to be a whole different world there. Like, yeah. everybody who's chronically online knows the difference between TikTok and Twitter, like, right. what's going on in those apps, you know? So it's just, like, not even, like, a go touch grass thing, just, like, a, you know... Just being get conscious out of this specific room. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe scroll past the video instead of watching another person talk about the same situation yeah. and then like, you know, move your for you page in a different direction. Right. You know? It's like you don't have to like interact with this terrible person. Yeah. Um, but it's very I understand it's hard not to take the bait. Yeah. People want to make, you know, valid responses or like like almost like a condescending, like I'm better than you, a contempt to right. it. Mm-hmm. And I it's like, I don't disagree that that person did a bad thing, yeah. but it's a very, like, I, I think it's a very human impulse to want to, like, differ yourself from some bad behavior that you see. For sure, yeah. Um, but it is, like, maybe take a minute and you don't need to be, like, I'm better than you. When yes. That's not what you're saying. You're saying you did these bad things and that's why people are upset and this is a crazy response and all of those things are correct. Right. But it, it, it is always framed in the form of, like, contempt yeah. for this person who right. was obviously involved in, like, some serious self-harm and, like, negative um, spiral in their life. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very weird situation. And yeah. I'm like, you could just block her. Yeah, you could just do that. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. Because that's probably what I'm going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm like, I've seen enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, too, it's like you also have to remember that the people who you know, make these videos, like, these duets or stitches, you know, however valid they may be on, like, you know, the situation of the hour or the day, you know, on some level is also doing it to further their own internet presence, which yeah. is not always a bad thing, For you sure. know. I mean, we're doing um, this to further our exactly, internet presence. Exactly, you know, we're doing another third step response to this thing mm. on our own internet <laughs> um, platforms, but... Um, just because, like, several people decide to take this situation and talk about it and use it on their platforms doesn't mean also, too, that it's a bigger problem. Right. You know, just because several people do it doesn't mean that it's then more important than, you know, a situation that only had a few people talk about it. Or that it's going to have lasting consequences in some way that you need to address. Right. Like, I don't think this is going to encourage people to neglect their kids. Yes, exactly. Like, this is a very disconnected and weird response. Yeah, it's like very much a very singular person's situation. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's not... Any, it's not going to turn into a big epidemic of parents neglecting their children. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, it's very much a one person, one situation. Thing. Right. And that's it's why okay it's, to I let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's why it's different when it's stuff like outward racism, mm-hmm. where it's like, if it's okay for them to say it, that can spread. Yeah. I think people, you know, we see it spread all the time. We saw it spread with our last president. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are already thinking those things. Racist people are. But seeing other people get away with them just encourages them more, mm-hmm. um, you know, to say it more openly and be proud of those things. So I do think that like, that's that's why those things are different. I'm yeah. like, those kinds of jokes, you know, 
aren't okay and mm-hmm. you have to address it so that people don't keep making those jokes. Right, 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 right. They have to learn that that's not okay. But like her neglecting her child and then making this very weird return to the internet yeah. is not something that people are going to follow suit with. Right. I think that is very clearly like a, not nece- not even just a bad response, but just like an extremely weird one. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that was quite a rabbit hole yeah, we went down. I didn't expect that to go for so long, but here we are. Yeah. Huh. You know, it's fun. That's this. That's this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we want to talk about next? Um, let's switch things and go like way super weird, like no possible segue whatsoever, mm-hmm. and talk about this amazing nine hundred year old sword that was found in the Mediterranean Sea. I love it. Um, it was. This is exactly the kind of news that I like. Yeah. Absolutely. I love things that are probably cursed. Yes, for sure. And this is going to get very cursed. I love it. Um, so it was actually an amateur diver, which is so fun. My guy was just like having a fun time um, on October 9th. He was just scuba diving just to dive. Yeah. And he spotted this sword and other um, ancient artifacts on the seabed off of uh, northern Israel. And uh, he... It was clear he had just been, like, washed up by currents and, like, you know, the sand movements and stuff. So he grabbed as much as he could before it would get, like, um, covered again or stolen or something and brought it to the surface and contacted the Israel Antiquities Authority. uh, And they took charge of that to see what it was all about. And they have now stated after, you know, scraping off all the sea life and uh, shells and stuff that have been attached to it, that it's most likely have uh, been belonged to a crusader who was there in the Middle East 900 years ago to spread the word of Christianity. So <laughs> a real, real horrible time. Goodness. Yeah. So not, not uh, belonging to a great group of people. Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, huge sword made of iron. I don't think they actually. Did he get to keep it? No, I think they're going to hang on to it. He gave it to them. He's like, I don't want it. He was like, just, you can have it, the museum people. If I found that, I'm keeping it. Yeah. I can loan it to a museum. Yeah. But I don't think museums deserve rights. Mm, that's fair. I get it. They steal too much. They do steal a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, I could be wrong. I don't think he just gave it to them, but I also don't clarify what happened. Mm, we I think, should ask him. Yeah, we should. We should contact this guy. Like, what What happened? Yeah. And are you cursed? Yeah. It <laughs> weighs, like, nothing, which is insane, because it's a huge sword. We'll post a picture of the guy who mm-hmm. was the diver. Oh, no, sorry. This is not the diver. The director of the Marine uh, Archaeology Unit took a picture with the sword. Okay. Um, it is giant. It's, like... Um, what looks like probably like a four foot long blade. Um, and, but it only weighs around uh, one to two kilograms. It, it weighed about five to six kilograms with all the stuff on it. But once they removed all of it, it only weighed um, about that much, which I don't know that much about the metric system, yeah. but it doesn't sound like a lot for how big the sword is. How much was it again? Uh, one to two kilograms. Oh, yeah. So, like, four pounds at max. Four and a half pounds. That's so light. Yeah. Very odd. Mm-hmm. But very fun. Yeah. We'll see if this brings another one of the curses that have been wrought upon our world. True. Because there was other artifacts as well that they haven't mentioned. The sword was just the coolest one, <laughs> um, which I get. I would also write yeah, specifically sure. about the sword. But Swords are sick. Maybe those other artifacts also comes with curses. Who knows? <laughs> so we'll keep you updated. Um, obviously, if we don't, uh, it's because we've been killed because this curse came after us. How fun. <laughs> I've always wanted to be killed by a curse. Yeah. Um, so, again, no transition at all. None. I want to talk about no bones and bones. <gasps> yes. I can't remember if I included them in my favorite TikToks last time. But I think I you did. I feel like I did. Yeah, I think we talked about no bones. They have been, they have fully encapsulated the entire internet. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows what bones, no bones is. Right. Honestly, um, if you don't, I, I'm not even going to explain it to you because yeah. you should have listened to our last episode. Go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you for not doing the, the reading. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, so much so that, like, group messages that are about school-related things 
have that in there of yeah. whether or not it is a Bones or No Bones Day. Right. I wanted to talk about this because I love the fact that this is essentially the entire U.S., mm-hmm. the entire internet of the U.S., yeah. and maybe worldwide, practicing osteomancy, uh-huh. which is the, like, prophecy of, like, throwing bones. Mm-hmm. So where you throw bones and you use that to, like, it's like reading tarot. Or runes or something. Yes. Uh, you know, any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is essentially practicing that now. Just crazy. And it brings me so much joy that we are all just practicing witchcraft together. Yeah. And doing what essentially is, you know, group astrology. Super fun. Um, which I, this is a tangent, but isn't our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do a deep dive into astrology. We're going to do that probably next year at some point. Yeah. Um, the history of it, kind of talking about it. Um, but I just would like to say that I think the way that people have adapted to like talking about astrology in the last year is mm-hmm. like very fun to watch because obviously they're still mostly men. Um, or people who claim to be too logical, who are right. like science nerds. Yeah, they'll be like, "I'm only into logic," and I'm like, "Just tell me you don't have your own thoughts and go." Because yeah. like, I know you're not a logical person. I'm like, "That's what anti-vaxxers say." Yes. If you say that, you should be embarrassed. Yes, you've already <laughs> lost the argument. Exactly. Um, that they're I mean, obviously they're still anti-astrology and they make fun of you if you talk about it, which right. is a great indicator if you should be around someone. Yes. Ask them their star sign, and if they mock you. Don't be around them. They're done. That's yes. a great first date question. I yeah. did see that as a TikTok as well. I'm like, even a, if you are a person who like maybe doesn't know that much about astrology, doesn't really look into it or anything like that, or, you know, is not like invested in researching it, it's still a great question to ask people because mm-hmm. then you know what kind of person they are, whether or not they just mock people, yeah. especially women for their interests. Exactly. So. I'm like, I want to know up front if you're an asshole. Yeah. If you're an asshole and especially a misogynistic asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, astrology is not for you. That's literally fine. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, if you mock people for it, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's a perfectly fine response if someone's super into astrology to be like, I don't know that much about astrology. It's not really a thing that like, you know, occupies my mind, uh, you know, at most times. For and sure. it's like, cool. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's how I feel about most things. Yeah. It's about sports. Totally chill. Cars. Yes. Most things. Yes. I don't know anything about. Mm -hmm. So that's a perfectly normal response. Yeah. You don't have to like vilify someone. Yeah. I'd be like, you're stupid for being interested in that. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. Just practice magic and move on. Yeah. Or get a hobby or something. It's like, honestly, (laughs) so embarrassing. And then they'll be like, I'm too logical to do that. And I'm like, what? Anyways. I'm like, I don't believe in logic. Yeah. I do everything without thinking, and my life has been fine so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, sorry, to bring it back to the bones, um, I have a question for you that I don't know if you know the answer to or anything like that. Um, I know the practice, like, um, is big in, like, Chinese, like, history and stuff like that, but do you know of, like, other cultures or religions that were, like, big into, like, bone magic or anything off the top of your head? Okay, so I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but I was pretty sure it was a big thing in, like, Celtic culture as well. Oh, cool. Um, I, it's one of the things that shows up all over the place. We, I, yeah. I talked about this, um, you know, not on the podcast before, but, uh, with like talking boards is another really common one and it's a very similar so mm. like talking boards would be like we call them Ouija boards now yeah and people are like they were invented in the 1900s which the Ouija board yes TM, TM has was. was yeah yeah but that kind of idea of like a board that is you know some way of accessing a deeper part of your consciousness mm-hmm. whether or not you attach like uh, spiritual meaning to that is up to you, mm-hmm. have existed for thousands of years. Yes. And osteomancy is very much a part of that. Cool. Um, so I was pretty sure with Celtics, it could have been uh, like Viking culture as well. Very cool. Like Norse. Yeah. Um, but I could be wrong about both of them. I haven't done research. It would be yeah. cool to do a deep dive into osteomancy or just that kind of like readings in general, like tarot, mm-hmm. runes, all of it together. For sure. Um, yeah, because yeah. I've been meaning to do more research on Norse, like, practices and mythology and witchcraft and all that stuff anyways, because I've been super interested in it. All I know right now about any of those things are from light research 
and video games that have Norse themes. Yeah. And the research has been to see how accurate those video games have been to, like, mythology and all that stuff and practices. Um, and the few pages of uh, Neil Gaiman's book that I've read, which I keep meaning to read the rest of. Um, so obviously don't know that much. But I, I think I remember, uh, if I remember correctly, in some of the video games, them doing uh, bone, like, readings and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, that would make a lot of sense that For it's sure. in Norse culture. And, you know, it could be, like I said, it could show up in a lot of different ones. Yeah. Um, but... I do love that we're all just practicing it together. So fun. Such a great bonding experience. So cute. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Uh, speaking of magic, uh, do you want to talk about the New Zealand wizard? I do. Okay, so I haven't read this story, so we're going to read it together. Oh, love it. Um, this was published this week. Thank God I didn't find a story from months ago. <laughs> um, so a town in New Zealand, a city called Christchurch, mm-hmm. one word. Wow. Um, has officially taken their city wizard, their official wizard, yeah, off the payroll after he was on the payroll for nearly two decades. Tragic. I know. We'll post a photo of him. I, I think this is an actual photo. You never know, because like the Nazi story we covered, um, sometimes they just put whatever they want, especially when it's old people. Yeah. Um, so apparently they have let him go. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, he's been on the payroll since 1998. He received a salary of $16,000. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess that's New Zealand currency, so 11000 US dollars. Okay. To provide acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services as part of promotional work for the city of Christchurch. Interesting. Um, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that city. I don't know how else you would pronounce it. Yeah. Christchurch. Quite a name. Yeah. They sent him a letter thanking him for his services to Christchurch over the past decades and informed him that they will be bringing their formal contractual agreement to a close. <laughs> oh. Um, Do we know the wizard's name? Is it something cool like Gargamel or something? I'm trying to find out. Oh, Ian Brackenbury Channel. Channel. Great name. That's pretty good. Brackenbury? Brackenbury is great. That's it a great sounds like name. it would make a really good, like, pie. Yeah, that's a wizard's name, all right. <laughs> I want, like, a Brackenberry potion to drink, you know? Apparently he has said some offensive things. Oh. Um, and he's made some offensive remarks about the local government's new tourism strategy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which is... Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how hot button that is, so... Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I don't know, like, you know, New Zealand's, like, track record on tourism or anything. So, I don't know how offensive the, you know, <laughs> tourism is on its own, and then compare that to what his offensive statements would be, um, you know. So, that's interesting. Yeah, he said, okay, so I'll cover the- <laughs> I'm staying neutral yes. on the uh, wizard versus local government thing on <laughs> yeah. tourism, is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk more about the women one, the more problematic one, but we'll talk about, you know, in a second. But yeah. first we're going to talk about his stuff about Christchurch, which he said, um, he called them a bunch of bureaucrats who have no imagination and are not thinking of ways to promote Christchurch overseas. <laughs> you know, I don't know that much about Christchurch, but it seems like I'm on this guy's side. I don't Just, know anything about them, and that's enough. If, if someone is saying that an other group is not having enough imagination, I'm I'm already on their side. It's going to be hard-pressed to get me to go to the boring side, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So the more problematic thing that he said... Um, at a screening of the current affairs show, New Zealand Today. Okay. Uh, he said, I love women. I forgive them all the time. I've never struck one once. Never strike a woman because they bruise too easily is the first thing. And they'll tell the neighbors and their friends and then you're in big trouble. Oh, no, Ian. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe they shouldn't even included their, like, hurt feelings about what he's saying about Christchurch, because I feel like this is enough. <laughs> yeah, that's enough on its own. That's already, he's crossed quite a line. I don't think tourism is up there um, with um, abusing women. Yeah, it sounds almost silly when you put them next to each other. <laughs> Jesus. Can I just ask, did the article put the tourism one first? No, they okay. put the the women one first. Okay, okay but I okay, just okay. chose to 
share them that way. No, I, I like I liked that. Funnier. That was good. It really took me on a journey. Yeah. And hopefully you as well, listeners. <laughs> um, I went for a wild roller coaster ride just then. I was up with imagination train and back down with nope. misogyny. So quite a drop. But yeah. wow. Wow, we were well. So he has been let go. He is a very Damn old it, Brackenberry. man. He was born in 1932, so he's an old bitch. He's an old bitch. Time for him to go. I get it. What, 89? Yeah. God. Ugh. Now I have to agree with some town called Christchurch. Which is, ugh. Yikers. Maybe go for a rename. I think you should take some, just take a little bit of his imaginative spirit with Mm -hmm. you, you know, once he's exited, and just rename the town. Rebrand. You know? Exactly. God. Whew. Um, a ride. Yeah, for sure. So, I know we've only talked about a few stories, but I feel like we should just move on. Yeah, let's just uh, talk about our favorite TikToks. Yes, and I don't know about week. you, but I have a lot. Yeah. I have a lot. I don't week. have actually that many. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I mean, the main one that I wanted to talk about was, I don't know how this happened. It's, I feel like, very late considering the whole trends with the Greta Van Fleet songs. I feel like that was kind of a while ago. But I am now on Greta Van Fleet fan cams. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the brother, I think his name is Jake, from what I can tell of the tags that are in all of these videos. Yeah. But, like, just this morning, I got five Jake-specific fan cams (laughs) from Greta Van Fleet, um, which is very interesting. I don't know where it's coming from. He is beautiful, I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So I'm deep in that side of TikTok. I don't know when I'll get out. Um, so (laughs) we'll see. I'll keep you updated next week if I'm still there. (laughs) Maybe I'll start getting those, like, things that a lot of fans, like, fandoms do where they, like, beef. So they have, like, imaginary beef and stuff. Maybe I'll get some, like, POVs, like, your YN between, like, Jake and... I don't know what the other names are of people. Maybe, yeah. I think there's one called Joshua. Joshua or something. <laughs> and like they're vying for YN or something. So hopefully I'll get one of those. Because that, that would be actually incredible. would be really fun. That would be amazing. <laughs> do you have any TikToks? I have a bunch. But I do have a comment on that one. Yes. Which is me. I already told people my med routine and all of my diagnoses. So let's just open more up about my mental health problems. Right. That my brain, my PTSD brain, has permanently tied their music, mm-hmm. to my abusive ex-boyfriend. Oh, tragic. So yesterday, or two days ago, we were driving back from the Renaissance Fair, and I had to change the song mm. when they came on, because my brain was like, oh, your ex-boyfriend sings this. Oh, <laughs> tragic. So that's very sad, because I do really like some of those songs. Yeah. Uh, but my PTSD brain was like, mm-mm. No, no, no. You Clap can't. if she should suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fun oh great updates yeah um what can you do yeah i know honestly so let's talk tiktoks um yeah. i have a couple first i want to talk about um bad tiktoks <laughs> oh yeah the first one is the trend of people i don't even know how to describe this but mm-hmm. they'll be like it'll be like a sketch kind of thing where they're you know picking they like are shaving and then they put the razor down and pick up a toothbrush but then when they they like cut back they realize they were using the like razor in their mouth or something i have not gotten a single one of these they're like very much like a horror kind of edit oh interesting but they are extremely bad uh for people with ocd because Mm. it means that it like it triggers ocd like extremely that makes sense um i hate them yeah i hate them so much and i got so many because i'm deep into like horror tiktok and Mm. um you know i love like cosplayers and i love to see people who do like extravagant makeup yeah so like you know horror like special effects makeup kind of thing. Right. Um, so I think that's why I'm getting them. But mm. I'm like, I do not want these. No. I don't like them. I actually got a video of someone doing one. They were like, see, it's safe here. And then it's them putting the razor down and then brushing their teeth. Um, this is not a trick. Just so people would be able to, like, watch it and let their brain, like, relax. Oh, God. From the other ones, which I understand. Um because it is not fun. Yeah. If you have OCD, it is not a fun thing. Yeah. That's... Or any kind of mental illness, really. <laughs> Damn. It's so crazy that people have to make, like, safety TikToks. Yeah. Because this is such an issue. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that people realize that it's an issue unless you have that disorder. But, right. like, I clearly that girl recognized it. Because when she made that one, I was like, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. 
Um, the other bad one I want to talk about yeah. is people from other countries, mm-hmm. specifically like European or Australia mm-hmm. countries, making TikToks where they are like, do Americans really think that we want to move there? <gasps> yeah, right, 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 right. They're extremely embarrassing. Yes, every they really time they are. make it. I've seen a lot of people like stitch them and explain that it's like propaganda. Yes. Like the thing in like the American dream and like move to America. It's like deep in propaganda. So it's yeah. very weird for them to be like, your country sucks. I don't want to move there. Why are you trying to get me to move there? When it's yeah. like, you just fell for propaganda. You did. And like, deal with your own issues, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like so fucking weird. It's. A very, like, European thing um, to be like, we don't have racism here. Um, America is racist. And it's like, we're all racist, buddy. At least we're trying to deal with it out in the open. Like, we're not trying to hide and shuffle away our racism so that we're not, like, embarrassing to other countries. Like, we want to actually deal with it head on. So that's why a lot of our racism is in the news. Because we want to actually try and work in dismantle it from our systems and you guys are obsessed with us you guys are so obsessed with it and you are using our you know efforts to dismantle our racist systems to you know distract your own like you know country like citizens from the racism that goes on in your countries i was like you guys aren't doing anything to address yours that's why you're paying so much fucking attention to ours because we're actually doing something about it right it's very much like making fun of people that are actually suffering. Like, Mm -hmm. I see a lot. It's, like, how British people will just randomly say something out of pocket. Like, well, at least I can go to school without being shot. Yeah, it's, like, like, not appropriate. Not a cool thing to think. Yeah, those are our children that are getting shot with guns that you're making fun of. Or they're, like, like, at least I have universal health care. And it's, like, okay, it's not an appropriate thing to, like, joke about when it's not something that you're dealing with. Yes. And then try and, like, make fun of people who have to deal with that. Right. It's like you're making fun of the people who are affected by these systems. Right. Like, not the people who made propaganda that you fell for. Exactly. By being like, oh, all Americans are like this. And I'm like, can you guys just not do that? Can you shut up? Like, Like, it is extremely embarrassing and weird. Yes. And also, like, very, like, naive and, like, ignorant to be like, oh, we have universal health care, which I understand is a big deal and we desperately need it, Mm -hmm. um, is somehow absolves you of everything else that racism is involved in. Right. I was like, racism is deep into every single type of system that we have, government-wise, as well as economic and Mm -hmm. sociological and all of these things. Um, Universal health care is not the end-all, be-all. Sure, it's a big solve and we desperately want it and need it here in the United States, but, like, just because you have it doesn't mean that you're everything else right. that you or have you is fine have and dandy. Right, you don't have, like, extreme poverty yes. and, like, still issues that we also deal with. Yeah. I was like, the problem of us not having it is not just that people, like, need it. It's the fact that we have so much money and we don't have it. Yes. It's, like, very indicative of, like, the evil of private health care. Yes. Um, but we didn't choose that. No, the American people did not. Um, like, they, it's very much a... A concentrated effort by a small group yes. of people and companies yes. who make money off of us dying. Yep. So it's like, it's very weird to be like, you guys think we're so obsessed with you. And I'm like, clearly you are, because mm-hmm. I have never seen a video of an American being like, oh, why does Italy want us to move there so bad? Like, that's so weird. We yeah. don't want to move there. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Never. Never once. That is extremely weird. Yeah. Nobody else is having that thought except for, like, other countries about the U.S. Yes. And then to, like, switch it and just be irredeemably cruel to the people who are most at risk in our country. Yes. Is, like, very gross. It's really, really gross. Um, So those were my two bad TikToks. Yeah. Uh, now we'll talk about the fun ones. Switch it up. Get this light. This has been like a whole mess. Um, <laughs> Get more positive. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson's new song. Yes. The TikToks uh, of it are so... They're so good. So good. You could say that it's about drive. <laughs> it's and about it's about power. power. It's about hunger. We devour. <laughs> I My favorite one, which I will post on our Instagram, is a guy saying that the song and um, a specific meme of the same energy... Which shows 
a grim reaper like figure pointing a gun at the person seeing it that says born to shit forced to wipe and it is my favorite thing that i have ever seen i love it so much it's so good i love it (laughs) i love all the people like i saw one that was like why is he enunciating so well and someone was like he raps like lin-manuel miranda (laughs) So that do physically brought me pain. Um, that does bring us tangent up that everyone should go watch the show Ghosts. Oh, you yes. You can watch it on, I think it's on network television, but it's Yeah, it's coming on CBS. Out, yeah, it's yeah. coming out on um, Prime. Yes. So we have watched the first three episodes. It yeah. has our girl, Rose McIver. Oh, our Mommy, girl Rose. Sorry, <laughs> oh, we love her. She was in iZombie. She was incredible in that show. Mm-hmm. Christmas she's, Prince. Yeah, she's doing so well in the show. So much fun. Yes. The cast is hilarious. There's a lot of fun Hamilton jokes in there. Yes, there's a lot of fun ones. Um, I hope we get yeah. more of it. Um, I think the writing is like really good so far, but it clearly could evolve into a much like stronger show. For sure. So I'm hoping that we get more than one season. Yeah. Um, I love so. it. Go check that out. Yes. Sponsor yes, 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 us yes. if you guys want. If you guys want, because you guys are amazing. Yeah. Um, and also, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yes. A show yes. about podcasts. Yes, which is so funny. Um, we, I'm going to be honest, a little bit embarrassed when they make fun of, like, small podcasters. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. they're, they're completely in the right to do so. Yeah. It just hurts a little because we're in the exact situation. Watching these, like you know, so-called, like, washed-up celebrities or whatever mm-hmm. pitch their podcast is yeah. extremely painful. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts uh, in a way that, like, I can't even describe, especially because at least they have the, like, bare minimum amount of connections as, like, washed-up theater directors and actors and stuff yes. that, like, they kind of at least know some people in that world, whereas we know no one. Right. So it's, like, we can't even use those connections, however embarrassing they may be. Yep. Um, so it hurts just a little bit. But it's a great show. Selena Gomez, I'm so glad that she is back into acting. Mm-hmm. I'm She's really incredible. enjoying watching her in that. Yeah. The costume and set design people. Yeah, seriously. They put their whole left titty into that show. Yeah. Like, ooh, it's so good. Yeah. And the writing's incredible. Um, the There's specifically uh, an episode that revolves around a deaf person. This is not really a spoiler or anything. Um, that everyone is silent in, and it's all based on, like, nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. And I love that as, like, a theme of an episode. Yeah, it was really cool. It was very cool. A very good idea. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like theater stuff that kind of reminds me of crazy ex-girlfriend yes um very much just a lot of really interesting uh mediums to tell the story through is very fun yeah it's a lot of fun um and yeah and i've usually um that in the kind of boat where it is hard to watch sometimes some like super super a-list people like super well-known household name people in new roles because I just think the, of them as the person. Like right. I never learned their character's name. It's really hard and it kind of like takes me out of it sometimes. And it happens a little bit because, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short are like icons in like the comedy world. Um, right. But they really, really delve into their characters in a, a really beautiful way. Like yeah. it, it is so very immersive. Um, and even Selena Gomez, I mean, she's a worldwide celebrity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I know them as their character names. Like I'm really invested like in their characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. I Great recommend show. It. Um, okay. So that was a tangent. Another one. <laughs> um, uh, I think I have one more that I really want to talk about, which is a, more of a TikTok sound. Okay. Which is, okay. So you know that sound that's like, um, what would you do if when you okay, if he said yes would go? Yes. Um, it is. Somebody asking Adele that on like a live or something. Yeah, and it's like Instagram live. And then she's like, I don't know what you mean by that, babes, or whatever. And it is my favorite sound. I mean, all of the Adele sounds are really funny. Like her return to the internet is iconic. She's so funny. Yeah. Um, But that one especially is so funny in her like accent where she is like over pronouncing every word it's I incredible am obsessed. um so that is my final one I'll, I'll post we'll post one on the um not the original because there's one that i think is a better use of the sound mm-hmm. on our instagram obviously obviously Go follow us there for all of the uh companion posts for all of our fucking dumb episodes yes 
our like weird ass shit. This episode was all over the fucking place. It was. Um, but it was a lot of fun though. I think that's kind of gonna be the vibe. Yeah, it's gonna get like randomly serious, and we're gonna go down like mm-hmm. really crazy topics for like way too long. But that's what you bought into when you decided to listen to two people with ADHD. Yeah. Um, talking to a mic for like an hour so <laughs> yeah for sure um you know if you want structure go check out our actual episodes yes we um, hopefully will be a lot more structured there yes hopefully fingers crossed which we'll be starting a new series on friday oh my god halloween crimes so we are officially moving into our second series after Crazy. spending so long on britney i know we love her, though. We love her to death. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but thanks for hanging out, guys. Yes. Uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon, all that shit. Yeah, blah, 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 if you want to help us pay for meds. God, that'd be great, because I am <laughs> Clearly unmedicated. we need it. <laughs> <laughs> we do. The episodes will get better if you, we can be medicated. Yes. So It will directly contribute to the improvement of our content. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you are paying for something for you. It's an investment in your own entertainment. So, you know, there you go. All right. right. Bye. Bye. The Podcast Rejects is a Gamer Frauds Network production. Find us on Instagram at The Podcast Rejects. For early access to all Gamer Frauds Network content and a ton of exclusive perks, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamerfrauds.